Hey folks, what's up? This is Craig, the Natural Medic, coming at you with another episode. This week's episode, I want to talk about planning a backpacking trip. This could be planning your first trip, or it could be something that helps you plan further trips if you have some experience. I consider myself an intermediate backpacker, not an expert. I'm no expert, but been backpacking since the, the 80s and 90s when I started with Scouts, and then and off and on until uh, since then, started going more regularly in the last uh, few years. The first thing to think about when trying to plan a backpacking trip is to pick a trail. Oh, just pick one! I live in uh, northeast Texas, not uh, many large parks, national forests, or national parks near me. I have to usually go other places like up in Arkansas to the Washtenaw National Forest or other parts of Texas. Luckily, I'm actually going on a trip this week. I'm going to... Santa Fe, New Mexico. New Mexico! While I'm going to be there, I'm going to do a backpacking trip. Instead of hanging near me, I can put backpacking trails near Santa Fe. Because now, generally speaking, if you're a beginner backpacker, or even if you're not a beginner backpacker, you probably want to pick a trail that's near you is not too terribly long, especially if you're a beginner, if you're going to by yourself. If you're going to go with others in a group, you might be able to stretch it out to a little bit longer, but I would probably try to keep that that very first trip or those very first few trips to a little bit shorter length. I'm going to try to use free resources for you, and we're going to go to All Trails, Best Backpacking Trails in Santa Fe. All Trails is a great site. The problem with it is it's a user source, so all the data comes from users that put it in there. But man, look at that. Look how pretty that is. Beautiful. Beautiful. There's top 19, and they are ranked. One I'm going to is called Lake Catherine. I'm going to click on this. The other thing I find that is not especially accurate is the mileage on all trails. You're walking down the trail. It's going to record that. If you go the wrong way or you're on a different trail than you're supposed to be or you take a different, take a left instead of taking a right, it's going to record that as... That length, it's actually about 13 miles out and back. Roughly about just under seven miles out there. And obviously the same back. And it doesn't cost anything to be a member of all trails. So it gives you some directions here. You're going to follow the Windsor Trail until you reach the meadow. Then you take the other thing. All trails does give you the weather report for the next five days. Useful for trip planning in that way. There you go right there. A trip reports right there. So sometimes it will show you pictures, if they included pictures in their log for their trip. You can click on the Photos tab, and you can see photos from the Catherine Trail. Pretty cool. Completely free of charge to use all trails. It uh, will not let you download the map unless you have the Pro feature, which, which you have to pay for. Uh, it won't even let you print it out. Yeah, let's see. Offline maps. Print maps for backup. Yeah, can't do any of that stuff. It's $29.99 a year if you want to do that. Hey, if you're getting value from this video, make sure and give me a thumbs up to let me know you're enjoying it. Thanks. Now back to the video. But let me show you some other resources as well for trail planning. So a lot of times, whatever the authority or whoever the authority is that uh, manages the trail that you're going to, whether it's the Forest Service, whether that be U.S. or State of the Park Service or a State Park, service or 
your Department of Natural Resources. Uh, it varies in different states and varies in different places where you're going to go. On whom's authority? So I know for this particular spot, if we go back, we can just go straight to the authority. I know from my own research, this is a National Forest Service that when you go out on your trip, whether you're going to the National Forest or you're going to uh, state parks or national parks or wherever you're going, just practice leave no trace principles. So I'm going to look at the Windsor Ridge Trail. I'm not doing all of that, but that's where part of it part of it goes. So you see right here, it's a nine mile long trail on the Pecos Las Vegas district. And then it shows you the highest points, lowest points. It's moderate difficulty, heavy use. Kind of gives you the general rules here. And that's what you want to know. Do you, do you need a permit? Do you need to pay for that permit? Do you need to get the permit before you go to get it at the visitor center or a, a visitor contact point? And what are the rules? Now, where can you camp? Can you just camp anywhere? Or can you camp with restrictions? General stuff, you know, pack in, pack out. Don't uh, bury any of your garbage. You know, don't uh, cut down trees. So all that information is there. Cool. It does show me the main part of the trail. Then it goes on this. There's a little spur here that goes from Lake Catherine. So it begins at trail 254 and ends at Lake Catherine. Open for the following uses. Fire danger is low. I know there were some uh, wildfires in there earlier in the summer. And they had a lot of that area closed because of uh, wildfires. And it said, uh, don't camp or have campfires within 200 feet of the lake basin. Highly recommended to preserve the beautiful wilderness area. No, don't, it's always prohibited between 50 feet of streams and rivers. Now you have all of your information that you need. So the next thing you need to do is figure out a little more research, which is going to involve your packing. So I'm going to type in weather in Santa Fe. So you can type in weather for the nearest uh, place that you're going to, and it will give you a good weather forecasts and with weather channel weather.com tell you the next 10 days other sites vary but it's the most convenient one so i'm planning on being on the trail these two days and one night tuesday night so p.m thunderstorms 58 percent chance of rain 53 54 it's going to be 75 54 uh, the next day and since we're going up into the sangre de cristos which is about I think Santa Fe is around six to 7,000 feet elevation. It's pretty tall, uh, especially compared to where I live right now. But the area that I'm going to camp at, which is uh, Lake Catherine, is going to be close to be a little over 11,000 feet. So I probably would prefer for about 10 to 15 degrees below what's posted on here for the town readings. So I'm going to prepare for probably uh, low 40s for the lows. And as far as the highs, probably low 70s, low 70s to upper 60s for that particular area. So that's going to involve my packing. I am going to do a separate video talking about what I'm taking in and packing for this trip, but you definitely want to consider you know, the weather and what you're going to pack. That's going to depend on what kind of shelter you're going to, going to do, what kind of you know sleep system you're going to have, and what kind of uh, clothing that you're going to pack for layering. The fourth part of your trip, you're going to make a plan and you're going to share that plan. So whoever you want to know about this plan? Plan. Plan. You need to make a plan and let people know where you're going, uh, how long you're going to be out there, well, if it's like a loop trail, what direction of travel you're going, you know, maybe a description of your vehicle, a license plate number. And you can write that down on a piece of paper and you can leave that, you know, with a trusted person. In this particular case, I'm going to be in the Santa Fe National Forest. I'm going to be in, in Santa Fe County. Here we go. Contact us. Get a contact information for the Ranger District.
So let's zoom in here. So I'm going to be right here within these green lines because that's the Pecos. That's the Pecos Wilderness. And that's located in two different uh, jurisdictions of the Santa Fe National Forest. One of those is this kind of, kind of a turquoise blue area. That's the Española Ranger District. And so there we go. So we have Española Ranger District information. Let's go ahead and close that. That we have this information right here. And they are, here's when they are available. And if we click on that, tells you it tells you exactly where it is and there's how you can visit us there we go the sheriff's department there's their information now we know how to get a hold of those so we have a description of our vehicle we have a plan of where we're going we have contact information for the sheriff's department and also the ranger district that we'll be going into so in case we get lost or don't come back in our you know predetermined time then we can do that. As an example for you, I just wrote out a preliminary plan here. I don't know how well you can see it on the screen, but if you notice at the top here, I wrote my destination of where I'm starting, where I'm headed to, what national forest or what park you're in, my license plate information, what time of day I'm heading out, what time I expect it to be back, and contact information for both the ranger district I'm going to be in and the county I'm going to be in, sheriff's office. And also have identifying information on here for my equipment. So I have green tent, green backpack. You might want to put on there yellow shirt, red hat, gray hat, whatever. Just in case the search and rescue has to be called out, they're looking for you on the trail. Something that's not necessarily 100% necessary, but definitely is handy, is a personal locator beacon slash satellite communicator. This is an example. The Garmin inReach. I do have a full video about this. I'll link in the description below if you want to check further into it. But it allows you to communicate with loved ones back home when you don't have cell service available. And you can also summon help through, the, through this uh, popping this button cover off and pushing that to uh, contact authorities if you are injured in the backcountry and you need help. Especially good for those of you that are solo travel. So in a nutshell, that's how you plan your first backpacking trip. I hope that helped. I hope that made sense to you. If you have comments, questions, uh, leave those down below. Uh, give this video a thumbs up if you got value from this video. Subscribe to the channel. So you can see more videos like this. Thanks for watching, y'all. I'll see you on the trail.